0: Eat me. to the Ryback Show Live. I am the Big Guy Ryback. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Streaming live, Instagram and TikTok, the Big Guy Ryback 22 on both those platforms. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. Swing on over here to Ryback TV on YouTube where you are the co-host of this show on the live edition. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions go. Health, fitness, supplementation, life, mindset, love, pro wrestling, sports, politics, You know, the current events, whatever it is, guys, the big guys here to do his best and uh, super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen as well throughout the show. If not, I try to get to the questions as I see them. We ask that you do not spam the chat. Anybody that does will be meat hooked and shell shocked out of Rybackville forever. Thank you to everyone listening to the the version, not live, later on, just tuning in wherever you are. We are available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated on there. And this show is brought to you by my Feed Me More Nutrition premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan friendly for men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. We also have all the Ryback Merchant accessories, t-shirts, workout tank tops sweaters, hoodies, beanies, workout accessories, lifting straps, weightlifting gloves, gym bags and the best supplements on the planet guys. On that you could save 30% for all new customers. Discount code RYBACK30, RYBACK30 for all first time buyers and then returning customers can save 20% with discount code FEEDME20, FEEDME20 on FeedMeBoard.com at the end of the checkout process on there. We are also still giving you a free bottle of our 123 Muscle Joint Tendon Support Formula. Guys, check that out at $44.99 value. Yours absolutely free for trying the best supplement on the planet. All righty then. Just got back. Got my coffee. Big carb day for the big guy. Big carb day. Trying to eat is, is... I try to keep it as, as honor my, not mixing my carbs and fats as much as possible on it. And, and tr- this is the day that I, I, I load up on the carbs. And some days it's not as much as I would like. So today I'm really, cause I'm really, really happy with where I'm at physically. And uh, I got a big training session later too, but I already had like my, my plant-based steak and uh, that Beyond steak is unbelievable if you have not had it yet. With uh, my black and white rice, I think I had probably about five or six servings of the rice and a little bit of a tomato uh, can of tomato sauce in it, just to get a few extra carbs. And then uh, on my trip to Starbucks, I don't know if you guys have ever had these. You want you want to talk about one of my favorite treats in the entire world? These are one of my favorite treats when I was a kid. Uh, the my mother used to make them routinely for me and my sister were the were the Rice Krispie treats. And as you know, that that used to be one of my favorite cereals. I wasn't allowed to have all the time, but when I did, it was one of my favorite. It was not the re- not the regular Rice Krispies, but the Rice Krispie Treat cereal, which I believe is still at Target. Not good for you at all, mind you. But as a kid, I didn't know this, and uh, my mom luckily didn't, so we didn't get to have it all the time. But when I was good, which was good all the time, we uh, she would get it occasionally for us and some donuts. Real well, that was. Childhood memories, Winchell's donuts and Rice Krispie treat cereal. But anyway, Starbucks, they have these marshmallow dream bars. Oh boy, they are good. I got, I didn't get one of them, I got two before I took the dogs for a walk at the park. Took them for about a 20 minute walk around the park, let them pee and poop all over the place. And they have the bags, luckily, pick it all up and throw it out. But they love to piss everywhere, too. So here we are. So I'm wired and ready to go and uh and feeling good stinging nettle yeah for people that don't know stinging nettle and i just got blood work done by the way in which my free testosterone was high the very high end in the normal range just barely at the very high end on my trt nettle root will increase your free testosterone uh significantly and uh it i I don't know. I don't I don't know the brand that I have. I know that it is a. I don't want to tell you the wrong milligrams because off the top of my head, I, I wanted to say say like 300. It's like a, it's not 300, though. It's like it's, um I'm confusing that with my dim. I'd have to look, but it, it's uh, I'll, I'll look in that way. I'll, I'll maybe hopefully know next show uh, or I'll post a picture of it on I.G the stories are on YouTube, maybe even the YouTube stories, just to put a picture of the bottle that I get off of Amazon on there. It's a make like a max strength one though, and I just take one a day. On it and uh but it, it raises your free testosterone. I don't think it, it raises your total testosterone, but me being on TRT my testosterone total is fine from being on the TRT. But you want to be able to use as much of that testosterone freely as possible. That's the amount that's the number that really matters on like on how how efficiently and easily you could build muscle burn body fat libido everything that free testosterone that is the number you could have the highest testosterone in the world but if you have a very low free testosterone it it doesn't really you know it's not that's not that's not ideal yeah somebody says it's weird now on youtube when i go to ryback tv and click on the videos tab I don't see the full videos of the Ryback show uh, there anymore. I only see the full Ryback show vids when I type Ryback show. I don't. Is it maybe also the under live? I know on my screen I have to hit the live button because they count this as a live show. So that's why like the clips will show up on another thing. But it's weird if you're having to type it in and then it pops up. I'm not sure. I just know on the tabs on there you do have to click on at least on mine. I have to click live on, that's my page though, for my YouTube, for me to see like my live videos and all the Ryback show lives are on there. And then like the podcast clips or the feeding times and all the other videos are, are under just videos. Rye Saucy, Saucy Scott in the house. Good to see you, my man. Responsible for possibly the the getting the best laugh out of me here because it was so random on that barbecue sauce. I won't forget that that that's now a that's now ingrained in my memory. I laughed just the sauce god randomly appearing to to give his approval with the flex emoji. That <laughs> so stupid. He caught me so off guard, but I just instantly. It was one of those things like sauce God was like very clear as day, put two and two together. Sauce God makes no comments for years, but finally, finally talk about barbecue sauce and he approves and he finally couldn't take it. And he now he changed his name from Sauce God to Rye Saucy. He is a full-blown rye backer now. Just watching years lingering, lurking behind the shadows. And then that talk of it about that McDonald's barbecue sauce as my favorite growing up. He it, it that that resonated with him. And uh, here we are. We've, we've now we've formed a, a decent relationship here on the Ryback show. Sweet sugar, sugar, Ryback show regular in the house. Yo, thought of the most ridiculous match of all time. Imagine a three stages of hell match where all three stages are also three stages of hell matches. Wait, what? Hold on. Imagine a three stages of hell match where all three stages are also three stages of hell. So are you saying nine stages of hell? A three stages of hell match that are actually nine stages of hell because each stage is three different stages? I feel like that is what you're saying, Tyler, getting to know you. In which case, it wouldn't be a three stages of hell. It would be a nine stages of hell match. It would be a brand new version of it. would be a lot of that would be a lot of gimmicks though tyler tyler i want you to think about what would be your nine stages (laughs) of hell you're the promoter for the feed me more wrestling promotion FMMM wrestling and uh and i'm busy i'm busy running feed me more nutrition and and getting ready and, and for my 10 championship defenses i have for my own promotion and, and I go, Tyler, sweet sugar, sugar, I need you to come up with a nine stages of hell match. We need nine different stages. So, T- Tyler, that's my question to you is what are your nine stages? Ah, okay, yeah, lives are in the live tab. Yep, there you go. So, they are, I, I don't necessarily like that they don't all pop up because how many people don't know? I didn't know when I first, I go, where, I just knew because it would go, where's my show at? And I don't know how long ago that was. And I go, I bet it's under live. And sure enough, it was, but. I've been going back and forth with YouTube. They, uh, I, I, I tell you, it, it, the, the workers. I uh, I just keep asking to escalate it, and uh, because they're not, not they 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 just look at the analytics, and they won't look over it. They they're not they they continuously say they. And this is what I don't understand all social media companies because it's a flat out lie. So why they are saying this is, is beyond me. And it's a, it's a slap in the face. They go, oh, like subscriber count or follower count doesn't affect your views. And I said, that is no, that is not correct. It one thousand percent is correlated to views on that. And I go, I go, and I go. You show me people with big followings; they all get more views than people that have no followers. Show me a case where that's not the situation. And if it is, like a channel like mine, where this has started happening, where there's a huge, huge gap between the subscribers and views. I go. Then you have something going on with that, and it's it's something in the coding that they put in, which they don't want to admit that shadow banning is a thing. They call it something else though, and that's their way around it. And this is what Twitter was doing, where they are able to put stuff into the coding, and it, the videos are not distributed like they normally would be to your entire following and the people that have notifications on. But anyway, so but the views are, co- are correlated to to your subscribers or your total your followers on TikTok. Go look at anybody. With like, and I've got three and a half million on there. Go look at everybody that has three and a half million and look at all the views they get. And then look at the views that I get on mine. And you'll see this huge discrepancy on it. And right, and we know something's going on. I, we, I know for a fact something's going on. Twitter's admitted to it time and time again on their platform with this. So, but uh, if you look at somebody that has like maybe 50 followers, they very rarely will get very, very few views. Now, unless they post something that whatever chance happens to take off in the algorithm, but typically that takes time and and their follower count will grow when that happens, when people that do do that. So I, I, I and I always ask them, I, I tell them I, and then they always will, they like, they try to avoid it. They don't want to, they don't want to talk. And then I go, well, can you give me the average, the average impression rate per, 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 uh, per channel on average, you guys have, they have this information, they have everything and it's uh, they, they they won't give it to me because they don't want me to be able to see, I go, well, if the average uh, channel gets 10, 15, 20% views to subscribers, why am I at under 1% for the majority of my stuff? Like way under. How is this, what is this weird phenomenon that I can't connect with my audience that chooses to follow me? That's, and so it's, uh, but it's the fight that I'm in and, uh, but it's, it's so annoying. I'll be back when I come back. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, but if you were to pull into the WWE deal on their channel, if you were to pull up their average views, they're going to have, they, they post so much content on there as well with all the talent that don't get paid for any of it, by the way. But they don't, uh, if you go like their average thing per video, the number's ridiculous. But you've got people that too in their channel. That is a good thing. But like a channel like that, I'm talking more individual people too with this that that are putting that is such a that gap of everybody on that on there. But people will just follow that because of the logo, and they they might be not people that watch that. They might have a very small percentage on that. But more so when you're dealing with individual creators, that is the same content is more along the lines of that. But it's a good point on there, but. I think that there's just so much, it's a little different when you're talking about brand accounts as in, as opposed to individual accounts. Shell shock out of here. We won't even acknowledge that. Hold on one second. Let me see. Yeah, the heads of all the social media companies are getting hauled in front of Congress. Subpoenas have already been sent. That's great to know, and I did. That's probably one of the reasons this YouTube lady, the YouTube CEO, just stepped down, and uh, and then all the Twitter people, that whole regime, got stepped down or fired when Elon took over. And I think I'm going to tell you guys right now, and I've 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 been saying this for years because I knew what was going on with me already, and I knew if that was going on with me with their individual business partners that they're doing this on on a larger scale, and the larger scale being politics, and this is. They're all the, the Zuckerbergs on Facebook. Like, I, I'm telling you this and I mean this from the bottom of my heart because I, of how greatly this has affected me and how that this kind of stuff is affecting our, our country. I hope they all burn. I hope they all like get exactly what they have coming to them in that sense and justice is served on that because these people are not good people. And like what, I, what I've experienced, I would wish on nobody and I'm just happened to be somebody that could fight through it and, keep my head afloat and, and just keep building and working and it's all going to be made right at some point. But it was meant to destroy me. It was meant to completely destroy me. And then you got this stuff, these people, they have no business doing this. And that's just having common sense and decency and that you have these, that technology never should have existed in the first place. They, they should have. And I, I always knew with how non-transparent they were and how, and catching them in their lies and seeing things that just, they're, they're not, they're not good people. And it, like I, I want to say much worse. Like, it, it, it would bring out the just leave it alone. I don't, I just I hope they all get what they deserve. And that's good to know, man. I'm glad you you told me that. I saw like the the Twitter people up there getting getting destroyed a few days ago. And and I hope every one of these CEOs on every platform Snap, you want to know another one? Snapchat. I used to get when my Snapchat guy had that account and uh I tried to advertise with them. They wouldn't help me. They chose not to help. They didn't want me to to help Tried to give them money to advertise. And they, uh, and then, but my account, I get no views hardly. I'm talking, I get like a hundred to 200, 300 views on my snaps. And I do like the same thing I do on my Instagram stories. I might throw in a few different things on there, but it's pretty much the same thing. I used to get a lot. I'm talking high, high thousands, but when I first left WWE and had that, I had a big following on there on that. And I go, where did that all they they've like they, the shadow banning exists everywhere on it. And it, it's a really, really deep corrupt thing. And I think this political thing is going to open the floodgates on more being seen. And I think that these, that hopefully the people that were involved in all of this, that are stepping down, that are getting away, the new people taking over are going to be like, we can't like, yeah, this is, we can't be doing this. And it, it creates a more level, clean playing field where this, this system is not being abused by people for their business partners and whatnot. But I won't stop on this. I, even after my accounts are fixed, I'm just gonna, it's gonna, I, I swear to God to you guys on my life, I am gonna visit every single one of their headquarters the first chance I get with cameras. And I don't care how I got to do it. And I, I don't care saying like it is gonna happen. And I'm gonna have conversations with people and I'm gonna have, I want, I'm gonna have make sure that they understand farewell and damn good on like what you don't do to people and, and what I had to do to overcome all of this for the damn near seven years, it's almost gone on. And just simply in messaging and trying to be patient and kind and trying to like, please. And, and being shut out, like, it is not, it's not a good thing. And, uh, but they picked, I told you they picked the wrong motherfucker. They picked the wrong motherfucker and I am protected and I, and I have a fucking hunger inside of me that I do not like bad people. I do not like bad people because they ruin things for all the good people. And it takes somebody who's willing to smash and and just say, to get rid of evil, you don't turn the other cheek, you smash it. That's how you get rid of the evil, you smash it. And you don't smash the good, you smash the evil and you move forward. And you need people to do that on this planet. taking a look here. What do we got going on today guys? Yeah, Rich, you they they have the false belief that if they resigned, they won't be held accountable. Uh hello, you can still be subpoenaed to appear before a grand jury. Absolutely. They were in charge of all of it. I I I think it's just to the step away to probably make sure they have all the time in the world to to get a good attorney and Try to figure out what kind of lies they're going to tell before everyone, because that's all they're going to do is lie. All I can hope for is that the emails and everything stuff just comes out, and everyone that's connected to this stuff, within the, from the political end of things all the way to situations like mine, for bu- their business partners on things that these people and anybody and anybody there that went along with it burn point blank. <clears throat> Sweet sugar, sugar All right. (laughs) The nine stages are one, steel cage, two, false count anywhere, three, I quit, four, last man standing, five, no holds, holds barred, six, ambulance, seven, or is that seven, ambulance? Hold on. Six, ambulance, seven, eight, Iron Man, nine, hell in a cell. I need your missing one, aren't you, Tyler? Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, there's only eight there, Tyler. You're missing one. And you you put an Iron Man match in this thing. And you've got a steel cage. You have a Hell in a Cell. I'm shocked you don't have elimination chamber. But I guess you would know that that would be impossible to... to do that because you can only can only have one thing above the ring, so you've chosen the Hell in a Cell that's strapped up above the ring, which that always made me nervous. By the way, whenever we had the gimmick pay-per-views and they had either a steel cage or like that, the, the elimination chamber um, or the 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 Hell in a Cell, I was terrified because I didn't trust anything in the sense of ever since whenever like, and I shouldn't. It wasn't that I I, I would have had. I don't, it's not that I didn't trust them. I just don't trust. I like, I would never park and try to, I don't want to be, I don't like being around things where like, if they fall, like you're going to be no doubt in the way 1000% it's coming on you and you're done. Like, so I just never was like, and I wouldn't think about it when I was out there, but like if before the show, I'm looking at I go, oh man, I would like stay. I wouldn't hang out by ringside when those things were up. And I've seen like, you know, ever since like an undertaker got burned alive, I'm like, anything could happen. Anything. But like, if somebody on the crew doesn't strap something up properly, and those things, and like, just you never know. Like, you just never know. Like, what if an earthquake happened? And is it now, Is that realistically, no? Probably not going to happen, right? But it's still like, it just like avoided at all costs. So I just hate it. Like that that elimination chamber had like the flat, and I go, oh, if that falls, we're all we're all done on that. But uh, Tyler, you're that's that's pretty didn't say nine stages of hell having an iron man match in there. I would probably Tyler start that off with the iron man match because that way, and that's going to be, have to be kept pretty much all in the ring because we're going to have to go out of the ring on the other ones. So you're going to have to like, keep this. You got to build this out, Tyler in the nine stages of hell. And I didn't tell you to do, to build it out. And I'm assuming this is the order you would do. But you're going to want it because, you know, there's certain things where you're just going to be in the ring. And then, like, ambulance match, no holds barred. What else was there? Hell in a Cell, no, though. But where the, those two, you're at least going to be fighting around the arena. So you don't want to be fighting around the arena. The Steel Cage, you're not. You're in the thing. Yeah. False Count Anywhere, that's another three of those are all around the arena. That's like going to be a three-hour match, Tyler huge huge ratings on that thing nine stages of hell with sweet sugar sugar yeah tyler's given no consideration for the well-being of the wrestlers by the way guys i'm not this is tyler tyler does not care he is not for the he came he has studied directly under vince mcmahon and he is taking straight booking out of that. tyler and he might even be more ruthless than than vkm and uh I don't know. God knows what, what his pay would be for this. That's, uh, but yeah, in, he, he included an Iron Man match on a nine stages of hell. Just not thinking about the talent whatsoever or the people, because that is just going to be, there's only so much you could do. Hold on, Tyler says, ha. I forgot to put a number seven, but it was too late. Match seven is a TLC tables, ladders, and chairs. Yeah, Tyler, this is just absolutely ridiculous. You would have to have like I would have to have like they'd have to have Gatorades and, and, and food around the ring for, for the talent to take a break to, to refuel. Or those little packets of like, or power bar packets of like energy. It's just sugar and carbs. Just chugging Gatorades during it. Just a three hour matchup. Gimmicks getting cut open the hard way. Just Tyler doesn't care. He's just, he's ruthless. Ragav Chawa, thank you. I like to think I'm a big FMM supporter. My Iso Hungry and Wake Up are on the way. Cannot wait to review it and let you know how I like it. Thank you very much, buddy. And I hope you do, do like it. I have no doubt that you're going to, it's there. They are popular with our customers and it is, uh, it's very popular with me. I live off the stuff. I'm drinking out of my feed me more nutrition water bottle right now, by the way. And, uh, well, by the way, I forgot to mention at the start of the show, the big guy male performance formula is in stock. They got it done early and shipped out. We are back in stock, uh, for the feed me more nutrition. The big guy, it's one of our best sellers. Up there that in the shell shock weight management formula so i thank you guys for your patience As our christmas sale blew it all up we when we did that i do it like once a year a big 50 percent off sale deal and uh, we did that the end of christmas and uh it, it we people bought a lot of the stuff and i we had so much inventory still and mm. i thought we were good based off of our numbers which we were for quite a while that sale got wiped that stuff out quickly A lot of people stocked up for the year on that. So, uh, yeah, but thank you, man. It's uh, every day, hustling and hustling. I I truly, genuinely love business and helping people. And uh, being an entrepreneur is uh, a really, really, really cool thing. It's a lot of work. You learn from it. It gets a little easier and a little easier. And and there's still some days that are annoying, but it's really, really, really really cool when you... um, you get to you get to make the calls and sleep in your own bed, and you know you choose to wake up without an alarm at five five thirty every morning. Every once in a while, six, but usually no alarm. Just wake up, ready to go, full of energy. You go right to bed at night, no stress, just easy, just relax. And uh, it's a good. I'm like I'm. I'm it, it was a lot. This was years of, of of sacrifice to be able to say this now. So it's uh, it's a cool thing though. And I want to continue to grow this and want it to get bigger and bigger and better. And, and, uh, it's going to be. Thack. This is a hell of a name. Thek, Thek BKG pro. Thank you for the super chat. Hi, Ryback. I'm a huge fan. My name is, uh, Aronis. On what advice do you have for me to join the WWE? Uh, thank you very much, buddy. My advice, if you want to join the WWE, is to, to watch and study pro wrestling as much as possible. I don't know your age or where you're at, but uh, to learn healthy uh, healthy nutrition, uh, to adopt a, a workout program uh, on top of this, and when the time is right to join a wrestling school in your area, wherever you are at, and uh, with the goal of eventually trying to get in at one of the bigger schools here in the States, you know you've got eventually whether it's NXT whether it's training somewhere where you, you know AEW has the nightmare factory down there right with Co- or, or Cody's school OVW with El Al Snow all these the places that have that are known that have connections to the to those to the to the big places that have people that have worked in those places those are always going to be not to say you can't learn a lot from people that have never never been in there and they could teach you certain things, and and there's always, there's never like a, but but more often than not, that's not the case. The, there are exceptions. Um, but you want somebody that that's been connected, that's been there, and that could it could teach you the right way, and you know, with that, and that's you, you just kind of get the, your foot in the door. You go that way, and then you set different goals for yourself. But you've got to mm-hmm. you got to just kind of check off all those boxes. And uh, make the steps to eventually join a wrestling school and, and start start getting it. And then the questions change. You know, but that' that's, that's, that's a start. First, you've got to learn uh, to dive to the outside. They go from there. Yes,. Ty, if you could uh, if you could just figure out first, you got to make sure if you could do uh, 10 different versions of front and back flips or twist, and also that you could suicide dive out of the ring through the middle rope, um, which yeah. you can just practice wherever. And if yeah. you can do that, you could do anything. You'll have people that think you're a good worker. That baseball video was hilarious. Thank you. I enjoy the shorts a lot on there. Those were a lot of fun for me. I'm very sorry, Aaron, that your fitness band broke in your face. That is very painful. Don't buy cheap cheap equipment. I would agree. A lot of that stuff. When it comes to gym equipment, you typically want to buy the better equipment when you can, um, because it is uh, that's not something you want breaking. You can. There's different like bars that are cheaper. Like if you're buying steel, you know you're getting steel one way or the other. But even that like gym bars, there is a difference between a, buying a low quality. Olympic bar and, and a high quality one those high quality ones will last a lifetime mm-hmm. but if you if you if you if you put any significant amount of weight on those cheaper ones over a period of time or you know forget that you bought a cheap one and then you're maxing out and the bar snaps at some point like which again you'd have to be moving significant weight and typically if you're moving significant weight you know enough to buy not a cheap bar but Yeah, it's uh, those bands in the face, I I can't imagine that that feels too good. Uh, If you pull up to a YouTube headquarters with a camera and start smashing evil, you're going to be turned into the biggest meme in the wrestling community. Please do it yeah yeah that would be uh would it Would it literally go in there and smash things that would that would get you arrested with that but to to get it to go there and have some conversations on camera, I think would would have some specific questions ready and just to uh get that on tape would be at least audio would be very worthwhile. I'm already, the chip video is already, I would say, one of the m- more popular memes. That chip meme is, uh, I told you guys, there's kids that come up that just get excited and they just go, you're the chip guy. And I said, I am, and they want pictures. It's it's a very real thing. Never thought that that would, it was never the intention. It was me making fun of ASMR just to get more subscribers to YouTube on different fields because that was before when my channel was being seen massively before they got a hold of it and shadow banned it and it was uh i was trying to make content in every field just to get as many people that remembered me to, to follow me and then eventually they did everything that they've done to the other platforms No, I no. Why, there would be no point to get in the ring right now to go run the ropes or to to take bumps. Absolutely nothing. I'd stay as far away from it as possible until I know that I'm not that I'm I'm ready to go because there's no just standing around the ring and there would be just no going and doing that. It always would lead to more, and that's just not. It's not. I don't think you 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 can't quite possibly understand unless you knew exactly what I was dealing with. So, no, that that stuff will be implemented prior. It's a very simple process. It doesn't take a long time. And that's why I stay in shape and not just like physically. I stay in cardio shape far past what I did wrestling because I know to lessen that gap as much as possible. So, and I've always had outstanding cardio my whole career too, which is what I told you guys is like when I first started and they'd had me doing like squash matches. I always used to laugh when they say Ryback right couldn't wrestle more than five minutes or, and then it cha- I literally watched this change all along my career. It was, no, he you can't wrestle 10 minutes. There's no way he could go 15. This guy, there's no way he could pull off a main event match and do 20, 20 20-plus minutes, blah, 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 blah. And then eventually, once we got all the way to me and Cena doing a couple of those 30, 35-minute matches and then working long matches, live events all throughout the whole time, that just went away. But, like, I always laughed. And, like, those of us that knew, I'm just like, you know, you just don't, you don't know but moving on yeah hey man i was watching andre andre the giant battle royal back in 2015 i really think you should have won it and not the big show with all due respect to him you were you you was cleaning house like no tomorrow Thank you. That was actually, and I've talked about this, that was probably where I finally just made the realization uh, that enough was enough uh, and had kept, and I stayed positive all throughout and all the way to the end until I knew just to get out. The uh, I was told, by the way, for that that I was going to be winning that. And how that was from, from whoever the writers were and somebody else in the thing and uh and they did, if you remember, and I don't know how, you know, who knows Vince never specifically told me that. And I never asked him during that point, which you never usually did. His finishes oftentimes outside of like would get changed that day. Like they wouldn't know sometimes. So the, uh, what's it called though? The night before there was the, uh, the, during the hall of fame thing, uh, Everybody went to the hotel bar after the Hall of Fame. And me and Ziggler had already had some drinks for that Hall of Fame prior because we had a signing that we had to go from the signing to go get re- – they brought us right back to get our suits and to go straight to the Hall of Fame because we were getting there a little late because we, of the signing that in, that they booked that, that kind of crosses over at access into the Hall of Fame. Uh, but I had found out that day. I was told that The finish got changed to Big Show going over. Um, that, and I don't know what, because he got to remember, this is the political side of things where he is used to being on the show all the time. He's not on WrestleMania. Right. And, uh, so there's egos involved in people, you know, he's, he's was, is a big time star and he probably figured if he's going to be in it, at least if he wins it, it that's, it's, you could justify being on the pre-show. Because I think they got moved off the main thing to the pre-show too. This was there were a lot of frustrations with a lot of people. And there was as bad as my stuff was, there were a lot of people dealing with all-time lows. Like Kane was getting booked worse than he'd ever got booked before this. Orton for a period was really bad. His booking and he like there was just it was a crazy, crazy, crazy time, a lot going on with it. All everyone all has all different things, and but the creative thing regardless of my stuff that was going on for the creative alone is just all out chaos and will, is the part that will probably drive most talent, the craziest with how often things change and go and you work for something and like, they'd had like me go work out. just to give you an example where I'm going with this is on my free time off time, they, because they were hyping me up. Cause I was back baby face and, and things like that. that we're going to, the build was going to begin again, essentially and it, it took me to go get workout. They followed me on my off time to go get a bunch of workout footage. And they had the, the sit down with me. I think I had the orange hungry where like what it meant being back. And like, uh, after my injury, whatever the the growing injury was and, uh, being out for, it was like, well not long. Right. But compared to this, it was only like a couple months, 10 weeks, maybe, or whatever, seven weeks, something not, not bad at all. And, uh, but that was then that, that happened. And so now I, I was already so sick. I've already, with everything that had gone on, like I said, it's political with this. and But this is where having a bigger downside, like Big Show had, had a bigger downside than pretty much probably almost anybody there outside of maybe a couple people. And, you know, they're going to justify paying those guys more and using them and doing things too. And, and I don't know specifically if he went in there and asked for that or if Vince just changed his mind. Typically, though, people, you know, it is uh, it is what it is. But we all got hammered that night. And uh, I got really hammered because I was just, I was already, I, I just pretty much was, before that was a year before I left, essentially, because it was the next year after the, that many of the payback pay-per-view. So a little over a year later, I would eventually leave. But that was, uh, I was furious. And I'll tell you guys, and I've told this story. I didn't care anymore out there. And I still, I worked harder than ever, never missed a thing. Like as far as shows, positive attitude, nothing had changed in my work ethic or any of that. But I just had knew too much at that point. And I'd known too much for two, for a long time. And then the physical pain and like, just I'm like, this is, this is, I don't see this lasting too much longer, this environment with that. And uh, I the next day I was, I was just, I, I drank a lot. I didn't get on the buses with the talent. I didn't go to the WrestleMania not the call time. And uh and I, I messaged whoever was in charge with WWE. And this isn't and I'll and I'll be the first to say at, at this uh like as far as missing like the, the bus and all that, like like I was just done. Like I was done. Like I just I just couldn't so unhappy and so hurt, like on so many things and uh, but I didn't care. And I knew I was going to go talk to Vince anyways, like I, I, this was like now the frustrations and that day, whenever I hear this WrestleMania, it's it, these, all these emotions, but this is where it really started coming out, uh, of holding it all in while there. And, uh, I told, I went down to talent relations in the green room later and, uh, and I go, get me a car. And uh, like I was like, I'm not paying to take myself to WrestleMania. Like this is the attitude that I'd had. At like, and I never had had this like. And it wasn't like it was. It was just like. And then they go, Well, Roman's taking a car. This was Roman main eventing. I think one of his first ones. So me and Roman w- rode in the same SUV down because it was in Arizona. Was it Arizona or where my? Uh, no, no, not Arizona. Sorry, uh, San Francisco, Santa Clara, right? And they, we took a, we took a, uh, the SUV, they, they took the arena there and got there later. I don't know if it was like three or four, what time it was, but, uh, maybe not, not, not that late. It was, had to have been earlier because we were on West Coast. But, uh, I always remember that me, us riding down there. And I go, man, what a crazy thing. Just a couple of years, these guys were working with me in the main event and like all the things that I was just frustrated. I go, now I'm riding in this. And I'm happy for him because I and I like I said, I've talked about they did really good business with them and, and made three stars that that would have got cut off early if and I've talked about it earlier on Twitter there was on the elimination chamber where Cena was originally scheduled to go over and I told them to go talk to Vince because they were kind of down because Cena the stuff that effect was going to happen and then my stuff was already going on and and they went and did and they got the finish change and got put on me which is where I came up with the idea for to get speared because they wanted Roman going over. And I go to at least to protect myself. Let me have Seth, like I'm mean, going to shell shock him. And then, boom, I'll pull him on top of me. And it was a good business. So, it, like, I don't think it hurt me even though losing, and I didn't realize that we would never pay this off But at the time. But the just the, going back to that period of, like, I go, it was like it's crazy. And that's always burned in my brain that that ride and, and going there, and happy for him, but I was like, man, there's no reason for this to be going on. Like, where, where me also, like, just no, just, I just know. And uh, so it's frustrating from that standpoint. And, uh, but I went and I talked to Vince that day and I was very angry and over about it. And it was just about the, the, the inconsistency and the being told one thing and, and expecting and, and things just changing so often. And, and not, like, and just the environment and the negativity on the different things. And, uh, it, and it was, I vented. It was a long one. Everyone left that was in gorilla, And I was pretty loud. And I've talked about that before on here. But that was where I were. I just didn't care. Like, they could have said, you're fired right then. I would, have, I would have gladly, gladly just got my bags and got out. But I wanted to, and I made sure I had a amount of money that I wanted towards the end. And and then, obviously, the injuries and knowing I did, to, that, that took over with that i I, otherwise i probably would have rode my contract right about close to the end but that day man brings up a lot of uh i see that like i I don't think i've still watched that because i just remember the frustrations of everything building at that point in time and then the girlfriend i was with was driving me absolutely batshit crazy batshit crazy at the time and uh a lot of fighting and like just so i was and all for nothing, like the, nothing that like I tried to be locked in and focused. Uh, that whole period, I just remember that was just angry and chaotic with that. That be KG Pro. Thank you again, buddy. Hey, it's Aronus again. And I forgot to tell you that I live in London and there's no wrestling school near me. So what should I do? You should move to where there's a wrestling school. It's that simple. So you have to work and save up and be ready to eventually when you're of age to where you can move to a place that there is a good wrestling school where you can live close enough to it where you you have to work and do what you have to do to support yourself and then to go to the wrestling school. But that's what you do. or So you, you can't wait for a wrestling school to come to you, right? You have to take the steps. And so you do the things that you can control right now. And then if you have to, if you're not of age or you need to save up, then you have to start doing that now, along with getting yourself ready and getting in the best shape possible physically, conditioned conditioning wise, and get yourself get yourself ready. And then and then you eventually have to take that leap. And it's not an easy thing. And but that's 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 but that's just how that's the mindset of what you would have to go do to go get that ball, get that ball rolling. I don't know what that means. Super chat. Why did you change the SS from hooked leg to side? If you could, if you could elaborate further on what you're talking about. Oh, Great question. Now, I'm literally, I, I'm not even joking. When you said, so he the question is, why did you change the SS, which he means for shell shock, from hooked leg to side? Uh, I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, Skip Sheffield, I used to have the SS on my trunks. So I'm thinking, like, I never turned the SS, like, low. Uh, that's all I could think of. I'm not even thinking of anything, right? I instantly thought Skip Sheffield with the double S there. So, yeah, great question on the shell shock. As you know, the early on, I picked a guy up like for a fisherman Buster Suplex deal and slightly modified. and would march around with the guy. And uh, I was able to pick up pretty much most people. Now, I would not have been able to pick up. And then Paul Heyman was one, which was probably the first time that it happened outside of uh, – or bigger guys like Tenzai I would have to scoop under early on, right? Which it wasn't – I wasn't – that was, I think – he might have been one of the first guys I had to pick up like that. And that might have been, too, another thing. I don't think we've ever touched on that. And I was really sick and weak, but I just picked him up the week prior. And then I think they had me do it for, like, two or three weeks after just to show everyone I could easily do it. But I, I hooked him – I wasn't under him enough. And I was too, like – I wasn't in a good position. And uh, and I think that was – that. Could have been too wide. I like just wasn't used to doing it. Um, but the reason I, I did that, and it was to show off the strength, but guys were coming down and on my neck. So you're picking guys up. You also have to rely, as strong as I am, you're still relying on the guy to try to jump a little bit. And the better they jump, the easier it is to clear the head. But I would have to scoop them up and tuck my head under them. So I would oftentimes, sometimes guys would be hitting the top of my head, and they're they're getting over but it's like cranking down on my neck and like, I just go, this is not something that I, I want to do five nights a week. And I'll tell you, and even that it's, it's, it was, it was hard on my shoulders and my shoulder was already bad from the stuff. And I go, this is just, this not a, a, a move to want to be throwing hundreds of pounds over on this is bad on so many ways. And, but I loved it, but I just, eventually I go, I, the, I could pick anybody up with a boot, hook them, go under to the side on the shell shock and uh, it was, and that was, but that was the reasoning for it. It would make sure that the move looks, the setup looks the same for everybody. And it wasn't jarring my neck anymore with everybody. Uh, And that, that was pretty much it because other, like I said, for some guys, it was, it was scooping them over. And like a guy like Cena too would be difficult sometimes is even though John would help, but it's just sometimes just hit and like the, the heavier the guy is Big E, I think was another guy and i remember i remember when we i think i might he might have been one of the guys that i had to try to make sure i can get over my head and it was like it was like hit or miss because he's really thick and big and i so i had to like it was just you want the setup to be the same for everybody too and, and all that so yeah but i too when i, I came in i'm, I'm angry i want to show everyone how strong i am just Throwing guys over, and then it's like you don't—you're not looking at it like, well, I got to do this four or five nights a week, no matter how I feel, and so—and that was, you know, it was the move is hard enough as it is. Doing a good morning and a squat, and then that combination, the hooking a guy and coming up from the side, and it's like you know, so. But that was the the reasoning why. Great question. I saw you in pain when you picked up Mark Henry, but you tried to stay tough. Yeah, that was just me selling, buddy. I'm really good at selling. I'm very proud of my ability to sell. And I think it's something that is not talked about enough. <laughs> I wasn't in any pain during that in my back. Like as far as like that wasn't, that was just me selling. That's what I was trained to do. I'm looking up at the Super Chats. I'm scrolling up right now. Thank you. I know that sometimes I... Uh... Nemesis, this should be the one. Here's a book I think you'll enjoy. The Power of One More by Ed Milet. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate that. Yeah. Somebody says it pained me seeing Kane booked poorly in 2014, 15. Did Glenn any chance was frustrated with his booking, or did he went with the flow? So I can never speak, and there's too many people that will take things and try to. I've already seen people that try to like make little shitty headlines off of things from the show and whatnot, right? And with things, Kane's a great guy. He was always very professional. Uh, but I think, like I said, everybody there, there were everybody was frustrated, top to bottom. Things were changed, so there was a period. But that period you're talking about was was an absolute madhouse creatively on um, things. That's I told you guys. That's why I I told them the writers. I go stop texting me. I go don't message me unless I then I I was like on the day of the show. If it if we know that this is the final version, you could text me, and that would usually be in the afternoon when I'm at the arena where they'd let me know what I'm doing right out of the meeting or something, and then then get with the people and you or you got to go talk to Vince or whatever start that whole process but uh they would they would message and things would just change and you just you just like you why you message me this and you put thought into it and you creative and you're thinking and you're excited and then you're like that thing is not that the next day it's really you just and this happens to everyone you just like you 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 want to make sure that your efforts are maximized whenever you're going to dedicate and oftentimes a lot of guys just check out for good with things where they quit caring altogether like I never would ever let that happen but I just I made sure I didn't waste my time caring about something that wasn't going to happen or that had the potential to change but I will care when I have control over when I know that that's a creative decision right and so Thank you very much saying I was your favorite wrestler. Uh, and you're excited for me to come back. Thank you, buddy. I, uh, I'm, uh, been very blessed to get my health back and, uh, be in a position, uh, to, to do what I love. And it w- it's going to be, and, and to be, I think it, it have very comfortable and happy. Um, like just in my life and, and, uh, and to be healthier than I ever was when I was wrestling because I actually took the time and, and been blessed with BioAccelerator giving me the multiple treatments. And I've been blessed to have grateful to have met some really, really cool, amazing people. And that really like believe that I believe that because I believe I'm going to be able to come back, they believe, and they want to be a part of it and help. And um, it's cool. It's cool. So, and to be this close is, I was just like today, Mike, my, my shoulder from all this scar tissue, like it just, I, I it used to just be hurt all the time. And it would like run into my brain because it would go up your neck. And um, like, but my shoulder just sits comfortably. I can like turn my hand. Like I, my hand, when it used to be able to turn, it was stuck because it was so much scar tissue. Like trying to turn my hand, I'd, like be able to try to rotate it. And it would just. Like you grind, it would hurt shaking people's hand. It would grind. It would hurt. And just not now like everything is as if, and it just keeps getting stronger. Like I did my chest yesterday and I'm getting really explosive with my latin on my pushes. I used to not be able to extend my right arm all the way. My shoulder would become unstable and grind. And it would like, I'm like, ah, it like, it'd be very painful and it would cause pain for periods of days. And now I'm able to like with significant weight, like my whole, like, whether it's at the gym, multiple plates or the whole weight stack and like really explode in, in, in flex and be strong. And there's still a little work and they can feel it where it moves here and there. And, uh, which I'm going to go see another guy coming up here again in, on top of my therapist and all the scar tissue work I do on the golf ball and the crossball, But it's, uh, it's like, it's cool. Like i just feel like this, like, it's like, it's happening finally. And, uh, We're at the end stages. So I appreciate when I see the love and support, man, and I see it and I go by real world. And when I see people and they say that in person and, you know, it's cool and they still watch or they go, you're my favorite when we were kids and, you know, I can't wait for you to come back or like, just, it's very motivating when you see that. Cause it's like sometimes with all this and, and that, 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 that frustrating part, right. Where you're like, no, I see this so much, enough. Like it's, and I, I appreciate it, man. It means the world. Aaron on YouTube says, thank you for the super chat. You used to call uh, do a segment called boozing with the big guy, whining with the Ryback. Any plans to bring that back? That was fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't had... So I haven't had this is week four of no wine. I've uh and I was doing that once a week. I, I I that would be like my relaxing treat for the week of just unwind and chill out. And uh and every once in a while, like for the shows, I would do beers and do that on the thing. And then I just eventually just my wine, but I eventually just go, I don't want to. This is those every I, I do so much content all throughout the day like seven days a week. I'm always doing something like I haven't taken a vacation or stopped anything since I left. Cause if I would have had this suppression not happen, like I would have been able to really relax, but it is what it is. And I just go, go, go until I'm in the clear with everything and know that I could physically use my body to make money. But I use that for me time just to kind of with that. Uh, I will, I'm sure at some point the, the, that stuff, I could do an episode at any point. Right. I just haven't. And, uh, it'd be very easy just to like, Hey, I'm going to just get a screenshot all the, the negative comments I get in a week. And then boom, I have a show, right? It's a pretty easy process. It could be picked up at, at any point in time. Uh, you know, the hot stuff. I've got the Pocky one chip challenge. There's, I might at some point do that with Phoenix. I, I'm not, but I'm, the hot stuff I've kind of re- like uh, just retired from, I think <laughs> if I'm going to retire or anything. It's from that hot stuff. Cause it's just not, I did, I have did the hottest things and, Outside of the one thing I didn't do that I would, it was that plutonium number nine where that was probably the only thing I said I was going to do. And I did not because I just kind of came to that realization that this stuff isn't good for you. And especially in that amount. And I think it would have been hot. I think I would have been able to do it. I knew it probably would have messed my stomach up and I just kind of was over it on that. But I enjoy it. Yeah. There's always going to be, you know, there's going to be feeding times where I have people on the show eventually. Feeding time may eventually just be, I think this show is always going to stay. I I, the, I like this talking to you guys. I look forward to being, doing this and having 10,000 people in here. I think that's going to be a cool thing to be able to talk to people and to be a. probably have to have an assistant at that point to read me the comments. So it's like uh, <laughs> cherish this while we're shadow band where I can see the individual things at least on enough of a scale to get to know some of you. But yeah, at some point, we'll bring that back, I imagine. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. I saw the comment on the decentralized. Thing. Yeah, there's a lot going on with everything. Crazy, crazy times we are living in, that is for sure. All I can say is say thank you for each and every day of life that we have of some normalcy and uh, be grateful for the, I just go and I, I take the dogs in the backyard. I just go walk around my pool and with the trees and see how big the palm trees and all the, the trees I've planted have grown or had planted. I've planted a good portion of them, not the palm trees though. So. And uh, just taking in the fresh air, I take the dogs for a park and just around mother nature and, you know, because things could be crazy at any point in time and and hopefully they're not, but we live in a wild, wild world, and uh, that's all we can do is just be grateful for the for what we have and right here because things – I, too, with AI, I look at everything. We're we going off on a rant on this, but, like, AI with everything and Elon, his stuff on Twitter, him giving warnings years ago, and it's just like we're building – people are building robots now and, and just the – they're building they, – they no doubt have killing machines and they're getting, like, just – the, the, those AI dogs and that look like dogs. Everything in like Black Mirror, all that is like rapidly. We're just the technology is increasing just at a rate far faster than it ever did. And uh, I don't know. It's, just, it, it's a dangerous thing because evil is always going to exist and bad people are always going to get their hands on things and bad people are going to get in positions of power. We see it. And uh I don't know. So it's just like man, I feel like life would be just easier. I always said we peaked in the like in the nineties, eighties and nineties, but nineties like technology wise, where everything was man, if it just would have stopped there. But it's uh because every it was I mean, people I like to my childhood, we played outside all the time where we had the technology, but like, it's like this, I don't know. And it it's great having it with everything, what it is now, but it's just, it's, it just keeps going further and further and further and further. And uh, I don't know, dude, a lot of jobs. And this is, I knew this years ago where they're like, they're talking, they, they're talking about eventually like, like the semi trucks, you know, deliveries, truck drivers, without all that being automated trucks, AI trucks, that's, that's going to be a thing at some point in time. With that, this is they're, they're going this way, but these big companies and corporations they're so fueled by profits, uh, that they're making decisions to increase profits, uh, further at the expense of humans. Which we should come number one, humans should watch out for humans at all cost, and that, and you know, and it, it's like you don't want to replace jobs that humans i was just thinking about this like i go what is the world gonna look like in 100 years if we're around or 50 years if nothing goes crazy and we just keep advancing like are all humans going to be like sex slaves on only if they like to to survive because you were seeing it more and more more and more women and people guys are turning to like making to selling their bodies and doing things they never would do to 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 pay the bills and now if jobs keep decreasing and it's more and more difficult to in skilled jobs or everything's going ai where there's less jobs for humans, what are humans supposed to do? And you can, there's a lot of things you can, you know, get enough land and if you're home, like grow fruits and vegetables and sell those on the sides individually. There's little things and in, in things you can learn in trades, right? But like a lot of people do, like your body, we're seeing it. And I go, is that just going to keep keep increasing? What are we going to look like? Because I just, in those Black Mirror episodes, it's like, that stuff seemed like it was so far off when I watched it just a, hand, a few years ago, four years ago. And now I'm like five years ago, whatever it was. And, and now it's like that stuff can be pretty feasible within the next five to 10 for sure. Like the next five when it shocked me with some of the more advanced stuff that we saw in there. It's just like, man, super chat, Oliver, Gilat, Gilat, Thank you, buddy. Yo, Ryback, can you say hi, Oliver? Feed me more. Well, I just said it, but I'm going to say it with a little more intensity for you. Hi, Oliver. Feed me more. Thank you very much, buddy. Just over here, just a little voice puppet. Hey, Ryback, I'm going to give you $5. Can you say feed me more? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh. hello. Hello. Good to see all of you guys. Super Chats are brought up on the screen. You're very welcome, Oliver. I'm glad you liked it, buddy. Pinky, thank you for joining the show. Have a great day. I I appreciate it. Uh, We've got... I think this is the same spam. They're trying to like annoy me with it, but we just shell shock them out and everything goes to normal. I apologize for you guys that we get the spam like that from time to time. This stream could be AI at this point. Yeah, I well, I saw there's, can they do the, the voice technology with the, the deep fakes on those? That I just saw a video on that. There was... Um, one of the actors, the guy that was in, I can't, the name, um, what's his name? Somebody put it in the from Indiana Jones. The, and all, he's done a bunch of other movies. And I I don't know, I'm drawing a blank off that. He, uh, but they had his self-talking at old age now. And when he was younger, saying the same thing and the, the, the deep fake younger version of him looked more real than the real version of him. And, uh it's, it's crazy. And we already live, we live in the the day of this day and age where it's like, what's, what's true. What's not true. Anybody could post anything. And oftentimes the thing that's not the the truth, that's the loudest gets broadcasted the most. And, uh, and then the truth comes out and people, so few people see the truth or don't care. It's just like, you know, then we're going to have things with videos and people what's real, what's not real. That's a very scary thing because, there, like I said, a lot of evil people out there trying to use stuff to hurt other people, and um, with whatever good that it brings, the it brings an, uh, an equal, if not more, bad. The possibilities with it, so. But you know the two. I just saw this is another thing I saw because the, the, the I saw a thing with Conan the other day, and in, in keeping it one hundred with him and Disco. And uh, the, the Miro, I guess, getting mad at something and like responding to something that Conan had said that that was a joke and Conan was joking. And like I've listened to parts of their show and I've been on there like and I know enough to know what happened, like things happen with me when people just take something and put it negative thing or make up a lie. And then people don't listen or they, a lot of people don't understand the context of something being said and, and sarcasm, sarcastic a lot. But a lot of this, I've seen stuff, and early on, I realized I go, man, they have no sense of sarcasm, or they're just not leaving that part in there conveniently. And I think that's what happened to Conan, and he said, I don't know the exact words, but I saw on TikTok they posted a video talking about it, and uh, with one of the AEW wrestlers, and, and but it was a joke, by all accounts, from what they'd said, and I, but Miro like responded to it like it was real because he probably just read something on somewhere, a dirt sheet or commented and just like made like a hateful comment and back and forth. It's like, but that's like the world. It's easy just for anybody just to read something. And then like that takes time out of your day to read something. And then you got to go follow up on it. Right. If you want and it's not difficult to do that, but now you're asking people to go do something that when people are by nature can be pretty lazy and the, and you know, but oftentimes, the easiest thing is people are just so consumed by so much information is they see something, they read it, they believe it, they they react emotionally to it, oftentimes negatively on things. that it, Most of the time, that's all that they're being fed and they're focused on. And they see something negative, they, they boom, and then they go put a hateful comment out. Horrible way to live life. You've got to be self-aware and conscious enough to go like, there's a good chance that that might not be true. And if I'm getting emotional... Like, am I going to invest myself emotionally into this and go make a comment and then waste time going back and forth with something? And maybe I might be wrong because I didn't do enough research on it. And look, That it's, it's, but that's the world we live in with it. And then you're going to add into it like the AI stuff, too, with stuff. And as far as the, like, the deep fakes and, and all that technology, it's like, what a wacky, crazy, crazy world. I would uh, I would have no problem going back to the way things were in the eighties or nineties. I was just a kid in the eighties and, and early nineties, but it's uh, and in high school in the late nineties. But it, it would life was so much pure and simpler, um, and you had real connections that were prioritized because we. It's like it's great that we are connected, and there are a lot of great things. But it was like we were connected better without being as connected online as much as we are but we had technology just enough to where we could communicate and you know I would say the flip phones with text and calling would have been the if we could have just stopped there (laughs) before the internet phones before the iPhones and all that if we could have just stopped there but damn it we couldn't How many people are going to surprise to your only flex account? Yeah, just me, my OnlyFans, just taking, waking up and taking my feed me more nutrition. Just film stuff naked. Just taking my supplements in the morning naked, and I would just have a routine of videos, eating my eating my lunch without a shirt on, squeezing my nipple. It would start off. It would all start off with like I wouldn't do. Like all the girls, it would be innocent. Like guys, this is this is everyone that that are subscribing. This is just you know, this is just my exclusive page where I, Instagram can't take my my freedom away from me, and uh, it's but nothing, nothing, uh, nothing, nothing sexual. Don't ask for per- personal videos, this and that. And then like you know, like a month later, they're just f- full blown, just doing everything. Got to pay those bills. Guys, I'm only going to show nipples. We're not nothing crazy. And then just like <laughs> three months in, just full-blown, just anything goes. Oh, <laughs> so stupid. That's what so many women are doing. Literally, I people that were... Saints on their pages in 2016, 17, 18, and 19. They're full-blown in the sex industry now in 2023. We lost some good ones, guys. Well, I know a lot of women that have OnlyFans. I'm friends with Phoenix Marie. She's one of the richest, most successful uh, porn stars on, on OnlyFans. Tyler Sugru, which icon versus icon match do you think was more memorable? Rock versus Hogan or Rock versus Cena? Rock versus Hogan. Um, I just, both were, you got to give credit to both on that. Like, I think both were huge, no doubt. Uh, I, I think, I think the buildup for Rock Cena was bigger because I think with the success of of uh, Rock was even more successful at that point, and, and biggest star were one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Right? He was uh, then even when he was when he was against Hogan. But I think the the Rock Hogan match and just that electricity and to this day is, is not one of my favorite matches of all time, just to watch and. Uh, just was the, the way the crowd and, and everything and, and reliving our childhood with that. But I, I thought both were were, were great in, in different ways. But I said, like I said, I think the buildup for the Roxena, they put much more into that buildup for sure. Because that was thought out in well over a year or two years in advance. <clears throat> uh, oftentimes pickled foods are very good on your gut biome. So... I would imagine that to be true. Pickled foods, are, like, supposedly, definitely are good for your gut biome, from what I know. Would I upload my feet on feet five? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my, I'll never, that's one thing I've never understood. Man, what has happened in your life? And this isn't, everyone has, I just don't know the process of like how people get into the whole foot stuff. How that happens. I've, I've just, just never, I I don't understand the, 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 the deal with it. But there's people that just full blown, right? That have like those foot, foot deals. I don't want to say the, the foot F because I don't know what on TikTok you never know what can be said and not said. Someone says I liked Undertaker versus Undertaker. I was just thinking about that earlier. That match, I was just thinking about as a kid how much I love that storyline as a kid. Leslie Nielsen was the guy for that. That's not the guy from the, the deep fake I was talking about from Indiana Jones, but he the that was is that Harry? That's gonna drive me crazy. I gotta look and see if someone left the name in here. Who was the actor in Indiana Jones, the the lead role, the guy? Uh, It's going to drive me crazy. But Undertaker versus Undertaker, I was a huge fan of when I was younger. Super Chat, who was your favorite opponent you fought? Ah, man, there was – it's so hard to ever narrow things down to one. I I enjoyed so much over a good portion of time – it was always fun. I always had I always I took Seth, man, me and Seth Rollins. I always enjoyed wrestling Seth and uh it was very easy and, and fun. And he uh, he always had ideas. I always had ideas, and it made it just made putting matches. Putting matches together with him was pretty quick. It was because I mean, we we worked at live events for a good period. I worked them all early on with the Shield. I've wrestled him individually, but I probably wrestled him the most out of all the SHIELD guys. And, um, baby face and heel and, and just always, I wrestled Seth too, man, in a dark match with, for, before I debuted, he was, came up from FCW. They had me squash him on, on a dark match and, uh, build a mott was our agent. It was a dark, it was, this is weeks before I debuted eventually. And I remember he probably was upset because he finally comes to TV he never showed it with me. He was always me and him have always gotten along, he's always been nice. And but I'm sure, and just knowing, I'm sure he wasn't thrilled about coming up and, and probably wanting to show Vincent and Hunter and the guys what he can do. And but I was on the priority list, I'm getting ready to debut. He's just coming up from FCW just to come to TVs, and that's what they'll do. They'll like, we'll give him, let's do that. And it was a quick match, boom, one, two, three. And uh, but I, I'm sure he wanted to go show what he could do, but he was professional enough, he knew the role that was that and that always always sat well with me in that he never i never cuz we're all you talking like you look I've been around for a period already at that point you you know you don't want to see somebody you could be upset over something but you don't want to ever have that come into when you're dealing with the other person cuz you would want them to do the same for you and we've always had that respect i feel like and then when it was when i'm hot and they're debuting it's Let's go ahead and let's do good business here, and we that business goes back and forth over time if things are good, with that, with and that's and that's typically and that's why it's always just good to have that that attitude towards the role. Regardless, you can voice your opinion to people and things, and down the line say like you know to get yourself on track or this and that. But you never want it to come into putting together the match or with the other person personally. And he was always he was always really good with that, and you know. And then two, there were times and after the shield. And then later on when I was back baby face again, and he put me over, uh, here and there, and it was never, it was never, you know, never a bad attitude about it because we've done good business with each other from the beginning. And that's why I always loved the shield guys and and think that there was a respect and because, and they were new and we always got along and we understand how the business works. And, you know, it's up to you to, for your, your creative and things outside of after things. And, to have discussions and but like when the when you sign that contract and if that's what they want as a professional, you just go out and you, you do your best to go do it. So I've always, uh, I always just enjoyed wrestling Seth and I like our styles are, are different and they mesh really well. It makes it's easier wrestling guys like that and I he's great with his body, so I could do even more power moves on him than I could do against a guy that's four or 500 pounds or 350 pounds. My so my my move set is instantly I can go to my Rolodex of, of moves that I have. That I keep track of and I go, oh, I could we could plug this here and this and that and then we could do your stuff. on like and I could take be a base for him on anything. And, you know, it was And he had all his set things that he would do and they were very easy for me to take and uh just always uh, enjoyed wrestling him. So I remember like, you just, we worked quite a bit of main events and stuff. Like I said, flipping back and forth over the the four and a half years, he, uh, it it was just an easy, there was, it wasn't pulling teeth at all. Cause sometimes with people, it was like, you just want to do this and do that. It's like, it's just, it was just easy. Harrison Ford. Thank you very much for Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford. I don't know. It was driving me crazy. I knew, man. Thank you very much. Tyler Shagru says, I know you said you would never include your dogs in wrestling. But if you could give them each a theme song, uh, what would their theme songs be? Haha. If I could give my dogs theme songs, what would their theme songs be? They would be a tag team for sure, though Sophie and Little Guy. They would they, they stick together. They uh, Little Guy's his protector, the protector of Sophie. On that, um, I think it's the the, the natural go to is to want to uh, say who let the dogs out, right? But that's the I don't want that for their theme song. I want their theme song to be the song "Don't Worry, Be Happy" because they are just little little rays of sunshine. And they, everywhere they go, people, they, their faces light up and they smile and they start give talking like little doggies to them. They'll doggy talk every time anyone sees them in the park or when they're the windows down in the car, groups of people will look and like instantly start smiling and, and like waving and, and very friendly. They're just loving, happy dogs. Don't worry. Be happy is the, that'd be their theme song and they would just come out and lick everybody. Yes, I'm still friends with people in wrestling. Memories of Tough Enough Four. A lot of, I mean, it was great. 22 years old, man. It was, uh, it's crazy just looking and getting in and into wrestling and, and loving it and how wild that was to have been chosen for that and the risk that I took dropping out of my college classes before they even picked me. So I got because I got my credits back and my money back for the the that semester because I was so confident the week prior that they were going to call me for my the Tough Enough audition. And I hadn't even been picked yet. Nobody even – I was just sending the audition tape. And then I was like, well, I got to make a decision here to drop my classes by this date, which was like a week before they ca- ended up calling. So I had to drop my classes. You want to know how crazy – this was the beginning of the, the secret for me of like, believing in myself I was so sure that I was picked I dropped all my college classes at UNLV I went and adopted a dog at the shelter that's where I got my she has since passed She-Ra because I didn't want my other dog Roxy to be alone while I had to go go be a pro wrestler and uh, so I went and adopted a dog and I was living at home. I was in college, in school, living with my dad, who lived up in this area up here. By the way, that I live in now—that's way, way crowded. He, no, nothing was out here back in 2000 when we moved up here. But uh, he—I uh, I then told him that not only did I adopt a dog, that that I dropped out of college, and uh, in which a, a B student and uh, good grades all my life and. And that I was uh, going to be a pro wrestler, pro wrestler, and uh, and then had, well, how are you going to do that? And then well, I sent in an audition tape for a show, Dad, and uh, he was not happy, and because uh, I hadn't been picked, and, and he goes, "You just said you better get picked." And they called and left a voicemail, and he uh, he was home, and he, I think he heard, he said somebody from the WWE called, and uh, it was on the old school voicemail at home though the old the old cordless phones and i played whoever it was that said this is you've been picked as a to to be a, a finalist uh to try out uh of all the videos we picked like 50 people or 60 people whatever it was and uh we'll pay for you to come out to to fly you out to the hotel room and uh and to try out for two days if you make it the two days at least the one day with everybody at the beach at Venice beach in, in LA. And, uh, and then my dad goes, Oh, so you haven't made it yet. And I go, I go, no, I got it now I gotta go do whatever. <laughs> and he, he was furious. He was, uh, but, but I, so I, I, I went out there and I, I did it. I, I got picked and I made it. And then the guy got cut and, and, uh, um, didn't get a contract right away. And, uh, but they had kind of let on that they were going to probably call me and then, and then got a contract and, and had to move away from home and everything that I did. And for, I believe so strongly in that. And it came true exactly as that doesn't always work that way. And I've learned later in things and you can, things don't always happen on the time frame scale that we have on things and whatnot. But uh, that, man, it was just a crazy, 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 thing that uh, a dream came true and was my introduction and I'll never forget Al Snow told us the, the first time at tracks in Stanford Connecticut when we were training down at the old tracks and we trained down there for two three days and then go do Smackdown and then fly home for like a day or two and then they'd fly us back out to Stanford and train for a few days and, and do videos and, and get all the TV stuff and Al Snow told us so the first day I remember welcome to crazy land and he just like and none of us really understood. I, I certainly like it, it was crazy just traveling and, and going to I hadn't been back east in years since I was a kid and to see my, my family and my mom's side of her family and going to TVs and like that. Yeah, that that seemed like just a thrill. But like that he's not that wasn't what he was talking about, just the crazy all the crazy things that go along with being a pro wrestler and he man never told a lie on any of it. So I was always thankful for that. He was very honest and sometimes things didn't, didn't set in until another time, but and then you realize and appreciate it even more that he, he was always giving straight up advice. Super chat. Jason O'Connor says, big guy Ryback. Hope you're doing well. I'm missing the feed me more chance. Come back soon. Thank you very much, buddy. That is the goal. That is the goal. And, and I believe it is ine- inevitable. I appreciate all the love and support, guys. Let me see. I think, is that... Yep, we got that one there. With that, guys, hold on. Super Chat. Combat show 23 says, Would you ever be a part of a Nexus return with Wade? Yeah, we're not... There's too much that would have to go on right now. That's not... Uh, there's not just... There's nothing... To talk about on any of that like I've, I've been pretty clear of what would need to happen and on different things and whatnot <clears throat> i've uh i think all of us uh, the the nexus stuff you know i, I think it, the group left a lasting impression i don't think a lot of people were thrilled with the way things how, how things went storyline wise with it <clears throat> obviously and then my injury early on into it and uh, I always felt, like I said, very uh, guilty and horrible and having to watch that whole thing go another direction. Um, but we were brand new, and, and that was an introduction into the, into the into the main event and into the political end of things and, and into the, that industry and with WWE with it. But uh, I think all of us, we can all get along and all will always have a bond. And, you know, I think there's a lot of moving parts on that. That uh, and I don't think that everybody, you know, I don't know if Tarver would 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 resume a wrestling career or whatnot. But I, I think bringing somebody in for here and there for an appearance and all that—you never know. But it would, as far as my involvement on it, like I said, there's so many things that have to be taken care of prior to anything. And uh, with what I've had to overcome with everything in my with injuries and and the social media and how personal it is it's uh i much prefer to be a singles person i always have and uh but i think there's i definitely think there's there could definitely be something with the group at some point but that would never uh, as far as me being gone i don't think that's at the top of the list of things like oh we need to go do a nexus reunion it's too personal like i said on too many things that And until Hunter isn't afraid to talk, he's afraid. I've said it from, he, he, because I know all the facts and I've talked to him before and it's not, it's not happening. So, because they have to, they have to acknowledge things that they don't want to acknowledge and it, it will, it's fine. I'll have plenty of options. I appreciate everybody coming over from TikTok over here. We usually been doing been doing solid numbers on TikTok. I actually just so I give you a heads up before we wrap up today's show, TikTok. I finally got a hold of somebody on one of the emails in which I had to submit another another case because they won't answer the appeals. Uh, they would not answer my questions <laughs> conveniently on why they kicked me off the creator funds on on, on certain things. Uh, but the la- the the lady then said, "I go." she goes, we cannot review this. She goes, you, uh, she said for harassment and bullying. Okay. I said, you guys suspended me for five months off the creator fund for harassment and bullying. I said, can you please give me a particular situation on, on my content that was harassment and bullying? Because oftentimes on the community guidelines and like on the, so to give you an example, you know, like the, the, the midget, the little, there's guys, people that create content so that people will stitch the videos or duet them and, 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 and make funny content with them. I follow Midget Man is one of the guys on TikTok here. He will do funny videos that to set people up to do these videos where you use the little, I use the little action figures, a little horn swoggle figure. So I've been cited on those before as harassment and bullying. A lot of times they reverse it and they go back because they realize that the context of it is entertainment and humor. Oftentimes there's a positive message with it and then they see these people make these so that people do that. And uh, so that's why, but I go, can you please give me the video? And it's going to be one of those because those are the ones that they've marked me for that and they've overturned a lot of them, but there's been a few that they haven't. And it's just all dependent on whoever the human is, if they like me or don't like me. And that I go, I go, you need to tell me the video so that we can now have a conversation and why you're shadow banning my account. And you're saying you're not and you are because the views are are 75 million views less than what they normally are. Like, we need to have that conversation. So I had to resubmit a whole other thing and to try to get this figured out. And then I'm going to get them to give me back pay because these these clowns on this, like, it's not right with it. But uh, there's other things they won't answer and acknowledge but I, I'm trying to get the, the video. I go, tell me the video that you're citing that you decided to do this for for five months that was not harassment and bullying, And I will be able to prove it when you show me the video that whatever one got taken down. So, and, and it's just like, there's no communication. I go, wouldn't you want to tell me what these are? So that I go, and then we have a conversation and they go, people would then go, oh, okay, we can't do videos then on, on with little people because you're going to instantly hit it with, with harassment and bullying. That would solve the problem at least I'm not going to make the videos on it if there's a chance that that's going to happen, even though it's not. I know the person. I'm friends with the guy on there. He makes the videos for that on purpose for us to do that. But at least I know that that, that kind of video is likelihood to get for harassment and bullying. And I, I I won't do it then with it. And that would solve their problem of that. If that's but they, they don't have the common sense to realize to communicate because there is no there's so many lies involved in what they're doing. So that they just they they don't give answers. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I tell them, I go, there's never anything is done with the intent to harass and bully anyone with it. Everything is done in the context of of entertainment and and humor. And it's just like, God, man, damn it. What world are we living in? It's like the stupid things. That's the other one. The stupid is the other ones that they were hitting me. But I've got, they've got, how many of my stupid videos are on there? I have a whole playlist that are all fine. On it, But they flagged a few of those for harassment and bullying random ones on that. And I go, I can't control. I go, what is right and what's wrong? How do I'm just doing videos off of what you guys allow on your platform? I do that in wrestling. That's in the context of my pro wrestler character trait. That's stupid. Like, like, what are we, what are we missing here? Why aren't those all taken down? But they don't, they don't, they don't discuss this stuff. And in, in result, nothing gets solved with it. But what do I know? With that, though, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. Uh, Hold on. we got one more Super Chat here. The Super Chat's pouring in today. All Things Twisted, 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 says just want to say you're amazing and that we feed you more because you feed us more. What happens goes full circle. You deserve it all. Thank you very much, buddy. And I appreciate the love and support with you guys. This is going to be – I'm going to look back at this period of time very fondly too and uh, – like not giving in and, and continuing to, to keep pushing forward and, and and doing content nonstop. And the, uh, like I said, I think it's going to be pretty damn cool when this stuff is all, and we're doing this and 10,000 people in the, in the, in the live chat is not going to be uncommon with it. And it, and it, cause it should be with the amount of subscribers and when it, it's, and I just know, just keep doing the work and I enjoy this. I, so it's not, I look forward to getting to do this and talk to you guys as well. And, uh, and like I said, I learn things every day and there's people on here that will say something and will prompt me to look up something. And and so it goes both ways. Thank you. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. I should be, you know, maybe one more, uh, Saturday or Sunday here. And then Monday off for the new feeding time at 9. AM. I actually got to decide what I'm going to do later for a feeding time on that for my cheat meal for the week. Um, But let's have a good one, guys. Uh, Have a great weekend. I will be back either tomorrow or Sunday, like I said. And uh, until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Check out Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. Feed me more.